0: right. Both episodes today are coming from the series. This is the series that covers all things unknown, supernatural, paranormal, and just things that make you ask, huh? Or why? So let's jump in and talk about one. Well, that's been long going and still continues. Let's go. Hello everybody, my name is Rob, this is Mysteries of Life. If you have any, please head over to my YouTube and Twitch, hit that subscribe button, appreciate it much. Now today we're going to start the Mysteries of Life day with an old school story that still brings questions, (laughs) excuse me, Uh, that still brings questions, old school mystery. Um, we're We're talking about Nessie, aka the Loch Ness Monster. Now, recently, the History Channel show, uh, History's Greatest Mysteries, started off its new season with this question here, is the Loch Ness Monster actually a thing? And as they do, they have their um, um, scientists and researchers talk about the, ups, the yeses and the noes of each individual uh, possibility. I thought I'd throw my hat in, as I usually do, and talk about, well, the different things that they brought up that I actually think could have some merit. So number one, is it a prehistoric predator? Way back in the Triassic period, I believe, we had animals called plesiosaurs under the plesiosaura species. They were basically long-necked swimming dinosaurs, similar to Lapras back here. That's actually one uh, where Lapras got its shape from, from the Loch Ness Monster. And these guys were one of the top predators with other creatures like sharks and ichthyosaurs um, as well. So that was the first thing that a lot of scientists say, oh, it's probably a extinct species that hasn't gone extinct. The one proof they have are animals such as the coelacanth that was thought to be extinct and lo and behold showed up back in the 2000s, after a fisherman happened to snag one on its um on their uh, on their boat. Whereas though the coelacanth is more of a smaller fish and can easily be you know swimming through, the size of a plesiosaur has some major issues to it. One, it'd be hard to miss something that big, and anybody who's in there or anybody who's sending down a a drone, would see a large creature. But that's not really the negative to that. The second one that they mentioned actually makes a lot of sense. An animal of that size needs a lot of food. As we know, the bigger you are, the more consumption you need. So an animal that big, (laughs) excuse me, would have to have a lot of fish and other crustaceans and such to feed off. Well, while Loch Ness is large, there's not a whole lot of food necessarily available for it. And if it were to survive, it would need to swim out to uh, bigger oceans, which could be a possibility as well. Maybe they're not actually in the Loch or other lakes around the world, but maybe they do spend most time in the deeper ocean. So, is it a prehistoric dinosaur? Well, if you watch my megalodon episode, you know that scientists are for sure the megalodon itself, as it was, is not able to be alive due to mainly those things. It'd be hard-pressed to miss it, and it would need a lot of food. Now, is it to say that there's smaller versions? Well, sometimes morphism happens and you do shrink different species. However... It would be a little odd for it to randomly shrink for no apparent reason. So I'm gonna say giant prehistoric creature, maybe not so much. Number two, is it a un, or a rarely seen, excuse me, species of animal? Well, that could be highly possible. Many a times animals like the giant squid, or in this case, something called the Greenland shark, which is rarely seen and can actually live, up to, I think, 200 years old. Animals like that are never usually seen, and when they are, it is far and few, and usually lasts for a quick moment. A lot of scientists have thought, from the show and from elsewhere, that maybe Nessie is one of these really old and really rarely seen sharks or other creature. Is that a highly possible answer? Yes, that is actually the first one on here that I'm going to agree with because it is very easily for animals that we don't see to come to the surface because, hey, once in a while you got to get some air and then you go back down. So it is very possible that what we think is a giant sea monster is actually just a rarely seen other scene happening, in this case, the shark. But keep in mind, there are many other creatures it could be, which leads us To number three, was it mistaken for something else? So one of the animals that researchers compared it to are eels and something called the oarfish. Now, we all have seen an eel before. Eels get fairly large, but not necessarily to the size of what Nessie would be. Oarfish, same thing. They're very long. It actually takes a lot of people to hold it up, and they can get very long as well. As far as body mass and physical stature, no, it doesn't have the, you know, that view right there, this guy. However, it does have the ability to create ripples and movement that could be mistaken for fins, head, or other body parts. Is it possible that it could be a giant eel or other large, long fish? Easily, yes. So this one I'm also going to agree with as well because it could easily be one of those. Eels tend to not really stray from people because they do have, you know, they bite. So they're not necessarily afraid of you. However, they're also not always up and about in the top. They usually find their homes in caverns and holes on the sea floor or fish as well. I believe usually seen in coastal and more heated areas, like places like Hawaii, and um, you know uh, um, off the coast of India and Indonesia. However, it's very easy for different species to trail off and end up somewhere else. Now, number four, I think is the most obvious because we don't have an answer yet. And number four is, it's a new animal. Every day, Excuse me. We are learning new things about Earth. And in one year, I believe, scientists found, I think, it was maybe 10 to 15 new animals, a couple mammals, mostly birds and insects, but they're always finding new creatures. Now, the one place that we can't get to a lot of is underwater. It's like space. You don't just fly up in your rocket ship. you got to prep. Same thing underwater. You can't just dive the pressure would not be, you wouldn't be able to hold, handle the pressure. And it's expensive. Submarines, drones, all those gadgets that scientists use to explore, they're not cheap. You have to have somebody first build them. You have to make sure that they are water tested and make sure they can hold up to the pressure. So it's a little pricey. So could it be an animal that we've ever seen? Bingo. That is my number one thing here. Now, we go to another story that is up from Loch Ness. I think it was the Storm. I'm not even going to try to pronounce it. I'll look it up the word and let you know. But another creature was found washed up and was badly decomposed to the point where nobody could tell what it was. At the point of when it was found, they did take samples, but that was decades ago. And by this point, all the DNA has disappeared. So for all we know, whatever it was, well... We still don't know whatever it was. So could it be an animal we haven't seen? Well, to prove their point on that one, scientists have taken DNA in different areas, such as Loch Ness, such as the lake where the other one was found. And they found DNA from so many things. They found DNA from mammals that don't live in the water. They found DNA from birds, from fish, from um, you know sharks, all that stuff. And then you find a bunch of DNA that doesn't really match to much, And it's just kind of there. What does that mean? Well, it's highly possible that there is things there, there is something or things that are there that we've never seen yet. So for me, Nessie is an unexplained or unexplored species. While it's not a prehistoric dinosaur, as it would be cool to have, it's definitely a creature that we haven't recognized. Is it some sort of predator? Probably. Is it something like a shark or a large, you know, barracuda type fish? Possibly. But I'm going to stick with the fact that we have yet to find it, but scientists are still searching. If you want to check out more, hit your channel. I actually wrote down a blog that I put out there for you guys to look at. What do you think? We'll swing back around to this. I'm sure. But really Nessie lives in the perfect place, the ocean. The water. The water is the one place that people can't always go to, especially because of temperature, because of water pressure, and just because of the dangers of the ocean. So the fact that Nessie has hidden this long and continues to hide, well, good on you. I think you continue hiding, and when you feel like it, come say hello, if you want. All right, you guys, thank you so much for joining us. Later today, we have a brand new Mysteries of Life as well. We're going to talk about some not-so-fictional uh, islands. Until then, guys, thanks for watching. Stay curious.